You're listening to The Served Up Show, a podcast that features inspiring beverage professionals and topic experts that share their passions through meaningful content. Your hostesses, Bridget Albert, is best known as the Market Fresh Mixologist, an industry mentor with over 25 years of experience. And I'm Julie Milroy, best known for my passion for leading change and helping others grow in their careers. Grab a cocktail and sit back. Let's learn how we can make a positive impact in our industry. Happy holidays, Served Up community. Julie here. We are so excited to kick off a very special episode today. Serving up hope for the holidays on Served Up with Sheila Bennett of CORE, Children of Restaurant Employees. CORE serves employees with children in the restaurant and beverage service industry when either the parent or the child faces a health crisis, injury, death, or the loss of their home or place of employment due to a natural disaster. Sheila, a transformational leader that is rooted in the restaurant industry, shares her personal journey overcoming a life-threatening experience and her bold business mindset that came just in time when the industry needed help the most. As a core myself, this initiative means so much to me. And the more we can support employees of the hospitality industry, we can all impact the well-being of the next generation of highly talented individuals. Now sit back, grab your favorite holiday cocktail, and get inspired. Sheila, welcome to Served Up. Julie and I are just so honored to have you on the show today. Oh my goodness, thank you. I am so delighted to be here to share with your audience information about CORE, which stands for Children of Restaurant Employees. Yes, we are excited to learn all about CORE. Uh, but before we get started, can you tell us a little about yourself and your journey that got you to here? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm a Nashville, Tennessee native, and Vanderbilt in child psychiatry is a teaching assistant um, in the um, psychiatric ward, the children's ward, with a plan to go back and get my master's in special education. Well, I started working part-time at Ruby Tuesdays, and all I can say is the rest was destiny. I kind of got brought into the restaurant industry. I love the energy. I love the hospitality angle. And from Ruby Tuesdays, I ended up going to work with PYA Monarch which at the time was the third largest food distributor in the nation owned by the Sarah Lee Corporation. So it was an amazing organization. And I started out in national accounts, worked my way up to run the chain account department, cross-trained in purchasing. So it gave me a beautiful landscape view of the industry. And then we were sold to U.S. Food Service. And I went on board with the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation and moved to Chicago. And absolutely loved what I did in industry relations and fundraising. That was my very first time doing that. But for this Southern girl, Chicago was kind of cold. So I moved to Atlanta with Compass Group North America, their food buy division, and in sales and marketing. And they wanted me to move after I bought a home. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to be a nomad. I want to stay put for a while. And ended up going on board with an organization called Basics Restaurant Services. 
And my job was to analyze their new product they developed for supply chain auditing. And I realized they have three other companies. So there was a great opportunity to link all three companies for an end-to-end supply chain solution. So I made that recommendation and they became Armada Supply Chain Solutions Group. And I didn't want to move to Pittsburgh, which is where they were based. And then I went back to one of my recruiter friends, you know, and said, hey, what am I going to do now? And she says, well, there's this nonprofit and they're wanting to create a national dine out program. You know, we think you'd be perfect for that. I'm like, once again, I would tell her every time she put me somewhere like the NRA Foundation or basics of I've never done that. And she would say, oh, but you've got the skills. You know how to do this, this and this. So I went on board with Share Our Strength. And at first, this program was called the Great American Dine Out. Well, on two in 2008 of the dine out, the market crashed. And the impetus of the program was so restaurants would donate a percentage of sales. And I knew that they were going to be struggling. You know, businesses were closing. And so, and two, the name Great American Dine Out just didn't resonate. You know, you didn't know what it meant. So the next year I rebranded it, the Dine Out for No Kid Hungry, changed the impetus of the program to engage consumer generosity and bounce back coupon offers and took it from raising $550,000 year one to $770 with fewer restaurants year two, then $1.4 million, $2.4 million, and the rest is history. Then in 2015, what a lot of people don't know is I went through my own medical journey. I was diagnosed with a spinoid wing meningioma, and I would just tell people, oh, I've got a little something behind my eye, because I wanted to downplay the seriousness of the situation that basically had a brain tumor. And I still have a brain tumor, but it was um, one that there aren't many doctors in the world that would have touched my case because it was high risk where the tumor was pressing on my optic nerve, which was how we found it, because it diminished my eyesight overnight in my right eye. But the bad news was it was also diminishing not just my eyesight, but it was crushing my carotid artery. Not so good. So I found the doctor at Emory in Atlanta, who was just amazing, put the dream team together. And my four and a half surgery ended up taking eight and a half hours. And, you know, I said a little prayer before this. um, And I had lunch with a friend of mine from the industry who had turned around a huge QSR that year. And so she brought in lunch that day and met with me. She goes, well, what can I pray for for you? And I said, number one, because I knew that I had a 50-50 chance, which I didn't tell anyone but my husband at the time. Number one, that God guides the surgeon's hands. Well, she made the prayer better and said, for the best possible outcome. I went, oh yeah, I like that part. Let's add it. <laughs> you know, number I, and two, that I have courage to walk back there when they call my name. And that number three, that this experience will have purpose. Because I really believe that if we go through things in life, that it can help others. And how is that going to be? Number four, that the path would be revealed and I would walk the path with grace. And I can say that every prayer was answered. You know, and where it had purpose, as well as educating people about meningiomas, is that B, um, I was told I was going to be swollen, like I had a grapefruit attached to my face. And so I studied anti-inflammatory diets after seeing um, Dr. Oz and Dr. Andrew Weil talking about the positive impact of these diets. Well, shockingly to the doctors at Emory, um, I did not have that swelling. I would have nurses just walk out of my room and say, and say, what's your name? And then they would say, no, it's not. I know what you've had done. You're supposed to be swollen out to here, like, you know, envisioning a grapefruit attached to my face. And I would say, well, I ate an anti-inflammatory diet. And they would say, well, what's that? 
So I gave the diet to all of my doctors and I'm the first unofficial case study at Emory at the positive impact of anti-inflammatory diets. So at the end of that um, journey, and that was the year of change, I then said, what am I going to do? And I went on board with an organization called Fishbowl Marketing, which was the premier e-marketing, the first e-marketing company to the restaurant industry and was with them for a few years. They were sold, went through some changes. And then again, thought, what am I going to do? And the same recruiter who I love dearly now, who's now placed me four times says, there's this little nonprofit and they need your help. And I learned about CORE. So we began conversations, met with a couple of the board members, and then decided to move from Atlanta back to my hometown of Nashville. And that was January 24th, 2020, when I walked into the board meeting for the first day. And boy, what a ride it's been. (laughs) That's so amazing. You, Sheila, are a true inspiration Uh and a hero. And you're so very humble and how you continue to walk with grace to help others is a beautiful lesson um, for us all. So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. It's just amazing. Can you take us up to speed today and tell us a bit more about CORE and what it's about? How how was it put together and, and why? Well, the folks that founded CORE came from the beverage vertical. And meaning the adult beverage vertical, we had an operator on the board, uh, one person that represented a, you know, multi-unit distributor, one that represented a vodka brand, one that was representing a marketing agency all around beverage. And they were at the restaurant show in Chicago. And as many of us do when we're at the restaurant show, they met for a couple of cocktails. And in the conversation, they were talking about how a lot of people come to them to support causes. And they said, but you know, No one ever comes to us to support a cause that supports our industry. You know, what causes are out there? Now, this was in 2004. So over drinks, they wrote down on a napkin, you know, the idea of the impetus of CORE because two, it was originally founded to help children, you know, because they said it's children that are impacted the most when something happens. You know, a lot of single parents are in the industry. And so the initial years, the first three years, they partnered with Make-A-Wish and it provided experiences or, you know, last wishes, things like that. But then what they really heard from the families for three years is what the families said they needed help with were living expenses. They said, you know, a lot of times if I'm not working, my child's going through therapy or I can't work because I'm sick for my spouse or something occurs, you know, I'm losing hours I'm losing income. It would be really great just to know that I can keep us in our home. Or we can keep the lights on or keep food on the table, or I can fill that prescription that me, my spouse, or my child needs to get better. So they took two years off and they came and they did a lot of research with medical companies, insurance companies over what should we cover. And actually, um, insurance companies recommended that they not cover hospital bills. And the reason being is because there's a lot of debt forgiveness in hospitals. You know, however, can we sometimes cover some co-pays? Uh, prescription costs, medical equipment, therapies, absolutely. So there are some medical costs that we cover, you know, to help out. But then we're covering rent and mortgage. We pay that directly. We also, as um, I kind of rebuilt the company in the past 20 months and put structure and systems into place, really defined the criteria and defined what we cover. And we also put a template together So there's structure to it. For example, we know what the average is for a family 
for or per person for a grocery bill. But we also gauge that and use a little common sense. For example, if somebody has a baby, may need baby formula. So you've got the average cost of baby formula as well. And then they tell us what their needs are as well, or diapers. Or what if they've got two kids that are boys that are 14 and 17? Um, If you've been around teenage boys, they eat a lot. (laughs) So we might go, let's just add that a little bit more, you know, throw another $100 their way for that. You know, so we use some um, common sense. We may cover our car payments so they can get to their doctor's appointments and treatment. They don't lose their car. Um, basic utilities. But last year we implemented a new system and it is with a co-branded core visa gift card with Blackhawk. And now we provide this custom gift card to a family that is trackable spend. And we let the family know that. So when a family applies for a grant, the application comes into our system. And we also implemented a new system last year that again is much more streamlined, one great system with CRM data that lets us know more about our grantees so we can make better decisions as an organization over what are the needs. So A, with this system, we tell them like, oh, and we'll call the family after they've been approved. So number one, we receive application. Number two, we review application. We contact the applicant and we learn more about their case and situation. And we ask for documentation. Documentation is required. And we want to have proof of employment, you know, um, medical diagnosis, but also sometimes what is their plan? You know, if they have cancer, do they have to go through chemotherapy and radiation? How long are they going to be out of work? So we're very thoughtful about each grant. And then we um, have a committee that meets weekly, and these cases are presented. And we ask questions, we ask to make sure we have documentation. Sadly, sometimes we do catch fraud situations, but again, we want to be very responsible and respectful on the funds that we're bringing through CORE. And then B, we contact the family and let them know if they've been awarded for a grant or if not, and then if they've been awarded, how much and how is that going to be processed? And then B, they get the co-branded Visa gift card. If they don't get it, there's a one they can call us or they can also call Blackhawk. And the card can be reissued. The first one can be canceled if there are any issues. But we also know more about our grantees on where the dollars are being spent. For example, we don't know the detail of what they're buying, but it may be purchased at um, Aldi's or Kroger's or I'm thinking of Publix or whatever grocery store is in your neighborhood. Or it may be used at Walgreens or CVS or I don't think Rite Aid's around anymore or, you know, say a Walmart pharmacy, but therefore they can get, you know, we know where it's going. So, so far it's been really good because we know that they're using it, how they're saying they're going to use it. And they have to sign off on that saying they're going to utilize the cards in this way. We itemize where the spend is to go. So like X on utilities, X on car insurance, X on basic necessities, X on prescriptions. That's how it works. That is just incredible. And, you know, knowing your career journey and your history and all of your incredible accomplishments, you know, you come back from this life-changing experience and it's almost like you were the one that needed to take core to where it is today. I mean, starting January, 2020, we all know what happened in 2020 and who was impacted probably the most in this entire country. So 
What was that like for you coming in as the new leader and the world just getting into a pandemic? Oh, Julie, it was even more amplified because we had a small team. When I came on board, there were three full-time employees, me included, and one part-time employee. Now, some of our services rolled up with a marketing agency that's our founder, such as HR, IT, and finance. Um, and we're beginning to stand on our own two feet. But get this, day three that I came on board, one of the full-time employees went on medical leave. And we had to bring on board some part-time consultants to help out. Thank goodness. And we grew five times in 2020. And people were calling wanting to support CORE before I had had an opportunity to onboard and create a partnership structure to redesign messaging, to make sure there was no brand confusion, you know, to rebrand and remessage and really create the organization as to now who we are today. Because we have a separate, you know, our solid corporate partnership structure. We've um, reinvigorated a volunteer program called the Ambassador Program. And then we've implemented a new program this year that I'll tell you about in a minute. But in that, we, um, I came looking for a home after my home so in Atlanta in two days, which I did not expect in February. And there was a shortage of homes in Atlanta or in Nashville. And then we got hit with um, five tornadoes the week I was looking. It was just pretty, a pretty crazy time. But the beauty is so many organizations in the beverage vertical that knew of CORE we were one of the first companies they thought of when they said, oh, the pandemic's hitting in March. We want to support somebody. We want to support you. And we got so many calls. The generosity just is heartwarming. And, and that happens when you have a pandemic or a crisis, funding usually increases. And it did. Actually, our goal was to raise $1.5 million. We raised over three. Now, the challenge of that is business struggled so much in 2020 that the funds haven't come in. As, and we knew that. We knew that we wouldn't bring in the funds and revenue this year like we did last year. But I'm still hoping. So anybody out there that can donate, we still have another $400,000 to raise by the end of the year. You know, and it's in a pure giving. A lot of people have dollars in their budgets to, you know, for charitable purposes. Yeah, and we've got this Serving Up Hope campaign going on right now, too. So where we can serve up hope to those that serve us every day. That's wonderful. So do you hear that, folks? Did you hear that? $400,000? I think that every single penny counts, right, Sheila? Every it dollar, does. Every penny counts. So anything that you can give. And we'll we'll talk soon about where to find CORE and how to do that. But before we do, you know, Julie uh, brought up about, you know, what happened to our industry in 2020 and just... Um, would like to ask you, Sheila, as someone who was really on the front lines of assisting others, we all saw so much tragedy within our industry during that time. And there's definite change that needs to happen and reform within our industry. So better supports are in place when pandemics hit. And we've said it again and again on the podcast here on Served Up how we are not as united as maybe the banks are. We're not as united as perhaps like the airline industry. We're very, we very much work in silos as far as restaurants and bars go. And so what changes do you think that we need to put into place? So when we get hit again, because we will, whether it's a pandemic or God knows UFOs, I don't know what's happening next. Something's coming <laughs> for sure. So 
what kind of change would you like to see? What things do you think should be in place? Oh, wow. You know, that's, that's a big question and a big undertaking. Um, well, number one, I know for a core, we're truly the best kept secret out there. And as I reached out to a lot of executives that are restaurants, I mean, every restaurant that's out there, any kind of food service operation, be it a food truck, a catering organization, a cafeteria or catering in healthcare, schools, B&I, sports arenas, or any type of beverage service, bar, coffee shop, smoothie shop, you know, we're a resource for you. You know, number two, I often hear as well that, you know, we're working with the state restaurant associations as well and providing content. So we want to make sure that more people know about CORE. How can we get the word out there? But then two, I mean, there are other challenges that we're really not as connected to, but, you know, within the industry itself, such as I know a lot of organizations are coming to us saying, wow, we want a program like CORE. We want to, you know, use you as a resource. Whether other resources are there for our employees? So what I'm seeing is a sharing of best practices and people coming together and having open dialogue and the conversation of how can we do better? And I would say there's one restaurant brand that chose this as their charity of choice. And because they're the only one, I can't call them out because <laughs> I can't say there are three, but they um, chose this as their charity of choice and they're utilizing us as a resource. Well, another restaurant brand said, well, what are they doing? And do you know that they collaborated together and there was a sharing of information and then I was able to facilitate some of that information back and forth. And then as a result, that second company called a third company. They reached out saying, hey, can we partner together? You know, just know that we're all in this together. and We're all here to help each other. Um, as a result of a restaurant operator, we created a new operator brand advocate program. This is a resource where operators can identify people within their organization to serve as an advocate. So there is this one employee in operations with um, a restaurant group out of Georgia, and she learned about CORE and then identified in her seven-unit franchise group over a year's time, there were 10 employees that needed CORE. For example, and she wasn't afraid to tell them about CORE and say, let me help you. Here's a resource that can help you. Um, one employee had brain surgery. I can relate to that. Two employees had premature births. Their babies were in NICU, where there was one um, case of documented domestic abuse, sadly. One gentleman had a torn ACL. One had an Achilles heel injury. Well, you can't be on your feet and work in a restaurant. That's pretty tough. So with that, guide them through the process. So what I'm seeing people do is really help and reach out and bring that human element back into place. I think that's what needs to come back. We're the hospitality industry. Not only do we serve our guests, but we also serve our employees with a servant leadership model, which is beautiful. So I'm just seeing more open dialogue and resources. I'm seeing CORE being embraced by organizations for strategic partnerships. And I'm seeing organizations saying, what resources are out there for our employees? How can we do better? And for example, another idea that with our rebrand this summer, we put a new resource on our website. And at the bottom of the website page are some resources links. And one is the Family Information Center. 
this information center is helpful for anybody. Any company can use it. It doesn't have to be just a restaurant company. And on there, we, and it's going to get better because we're getting ideas from people every day. You know, for example, there is a domestic abuse hotline. There are food insecurity resources. We also noticed from our data, from our applicants, that 13% did not have their high school diploma. Keep in mind, these are parents, you know, because they qualify for a core grant. But we also know it's the industry of opportunity that also provides, you know, work experience to many people. And with that, we added, thanks to somebody's great insights and recommendation, um, an education link. How can you get your GED? There is also a finance link app. You know, how can we help you learn how to budget or manage your finances? So what other tools and resources need to be there? Actually, I got an email this weekend in the DC market. This was tragic. There was an employee on her way to work. And she wasn't a mom, but this group in the DC market reached out to us. And they said, walking across the street to go to work at her restaurant, she was hit by a car and killed. And I did not have anything on my website for grief counseling. And they said, do you have any resources for grief counseling? Well, you can better believe I jumped onto my computer computer immediately and I found some resources for them in that area. And now my team is going to look at other resources to put on our website. So this site's going to get better with everybody's input. So if you go there and you look at the Family Information Center and something comes to mind, if you know of a resource that we should include, please send it our way because we want to help everyone that we can. Wow, that's just so incredible that you were able to implement all this, um, all these new programs into the platform, you know, in what probably one of the most challenging years, hopefully that we'll ever have. Um, but, you know, you've really set it up to be a strong resource. And, you know, I think back to Bridget's question and, and your response, I, I've seen the same thing. Like, I think as an industry, I think it's quoted as the second largest employer in the country um, in, yes. in regards to the hospitality restaurant industry. And that doesn't even include the distributors and the beverage alcohol supply chain. So what I did see is there is a lot more collaboration. And, mm -hmm. you know, instead of being so siloed that maybe we were in the past, now it's really about that best practice. And I saw bits and pieces of core as I know as an organization, um, we support it, but I, I really heard you speak at vibe and, and really share the model, the strategy and, and the overall objective of core. And I just love the fact that you guys are recruiting ambassadors and I'm so proud to be an ambassador and be able to work directly with the team and, you know, and provide value and bring awareness to core. Cause I think that is so important, right? It's one part actually getting the funding. It's another part to ensure that everybody knows that the program is available. Um, what are some things that you've seen as far as ambassadors be making the most impact? Uh, let me tell you, our ambassadors are an amazing network. We've got probably about 120 ambassadors uh, that help leverage their voice to amplify information about core to their companies, number one, to make sure that they're fully integrated and they serve as great advocates. And then B, they also talk to their customers or their employees, if they're a restaurant operator. And we have ambassadors in every vertical. 
So they may be suppliers. They may work in technology or beverage sales, or they may be in restaurant operations. You know, so many different areas. And as we're beginning to have more visibility, that is even great. Um, Sometimes they come and help us at conferences. We usually have a booth or table at various conferences, and they'll come volunteer their time. We have auctions at certain conferences throughout the year. They've donated items to various conferences. Actually, Southern Glazer helped me out big time for a wine pool in Florida. And we exceeded what we thought we were going to raise because people just wanted to support CORE and it warmed our heart. So they gave us a venue to be able to do something fun that gave somebody value all for a donation. Um, B, we had some folks at another conference, they decided, some of the ambassadors, to have a putting contest and you donated five or $10 for every putt and they raised a few hundred dollars from that. We've had other folks just coordinate like little walkathon, Fitbit walkathons, Zoom happy hours, friends givings, which is Thanksgiving, invite your friends, everybody makes a donation to CORE. Um, all kinds of fun things. Some have helped us with really powerful introductions to people that can sponsor CORE, but also introductions of people that we can help. You know, they've referred to families that need support from CORE. So, I mean, it just runs the gambit. And they also leverage their voice on social media. So we send out a newsletter with content to say, hey, please share this with, you know, your audience, your friends, your family, your coworkers. And they do. And that's honestly how this small, nimble organization, which now has four full-time employees um, and a couple of consultants. That's how we've helped increase visibility. So we're grateful for this group. Well, we are too. Very grateful for your ambassadors and, and for CORE as a whole. Can you tell our listeners, Sheila, you know, where can they find CORE? How can they donate? How can they support? And where, you know, where can they find more information? Oh, absolutely. Well, our website is core, C-O-R-E, gives, G-I-V-E-S dot org, O-R-G, coregives.org. So you can go to our website right now because we've got this Serving Up Hope campaign going on where we're raising money to serve up hope to more families. Um, they can make a pop-up banner is there and they can make a donation online. Also some fun things you can do. Consider when it's your birthday, you know, doing a birthday fundraiser on Facebook. I did one this past year and I first set the goal of raising $1,000. I raised $1,000 in four hours. And then I upped the goal to $1,500. And then it took me two more hours to make $1,500. If I thought about it, I would have done it, but I was just doing that for the first time. And then what I did, how I conveyed the communication is, you know, who are we? What do we do? But I did it from the perspective of one of our grantees. And I and here's a story. Because I got a call um, in the spring from friends with a brand out of North Carolina. And they said, Sheila, we need core. And I said, well, what's going on? They said, one of our servers is a single mom. And her daughter was just diagnosed with leukemia. And, you know, we're just beside ourselves. She's going to miss work, going to doctor's appointments, going through treatment. So once we got the documentation, we awarded a grant to her immediately after we validated everything and covered her living expenses for a month to help her navigate through the onset of that diagnosis with her daughter. You know, and they were just so relieved, you know, that really helped her out a lot. But, you know, think of the perspectives of some of these families 
And we're going to be putting a video on our um, website very soon as well that you'll be able to see, which is the one we did show it by and other industry conferences. Also, one other way to think about um, tis the season for holiday shopping. So I know a few of you out there are shopping on Amazon. You can go to Amazon Smile and identify Core Gives as your charity. That is another beautiful way to easily raise money for Core because they will donate a certain amount of funds for each transaction and purchase. Just a few things. So many things, right? I mean, the it's limitless on how you can get involved in such an incredible organization that really supports, um, you know, employees in this massive industry in our in our restaurant and and beverage industry and and hospitality. And you know, as somebody that grew up with a single mother that had two jobs um, to support us, you know, she had her job at at the airport and then waitressing at night. I know that she would have really valued core um, during some challenging times that we probably weren't even aware of because we were always taken care of and and we thought you know we had everything we needed. And you know, being that the restaurant industry is such a forgiving industry, right? You can go there as an immigrant that can't really speak the language or somebody that just never finished school, as you mentioned, that doesn't have a high school degree, but you have the opportunity to work really hard, show commitment and, um, you know, and, and have a great life. So I just love that that core offers that because we've got so many in the industry that have children that can use that help. So yeah. we thank you so much. Now, Julie, and let me tell you a couple of stats really quick. 43% of our grantees are single parents. 40% are single moms. The average age of a grantee is 38. The average grant is $2,500. Now, a grant could range from $500 to $4,000 based on need. And we have a lifetime cap of $7,500. So that would equate to potentially three grants. 13% of our grantees speak primarily Spanish. Mm -hmm. Actually, we did have a Spanish-speaking consultant who also works, works at a restaurant here in Nashville in Brentwood Franklin area. And sadly, he had um, an undisclosed illness, and we lost him two weeks ago. So we miss Miguel terribly, and we'll be finding another consultant to help us out. And he will probably be um, a grantee, his family as well. Mm. That is just the the impact that you guys make. And, you know, I know personally being that, you know, I, I was raised by my um, immigrant mother from South Korea that... There are so many Korean-owned restaurants and, and Korean employees. So I worked with your team right away, and, and we got your poster translated into Korean. Thank you. And Thank you. yes, and we're so excited for that. And I just can't wait to spread the word. And I just know that there's just so many people that need help everywhere. But just to know that I can give a little back to my community and um, be able to let them know that these amazing resources are out there. Because you know we all know that single parents, single moms are the real super heroes. So, you know, thank you Absolutely. for all that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And we now have thanks to your family, the back of the house poster in English and Spanish together, then also English and Vietnamese, and then what Korean. Yep. So thank you for that. So, um, I mean, we can't do our work without the help of so many. You make us better. 
that's wonderful. And I, I just love that you take all the feedback and that you guys are constantly improving and, and having somebody like you that, you know, not only do you have the heart, the soul, the passion for this, but the smarts and, you know, being such a strong leader and, and just a strategic leader is, is so important to really, you know, scale these type of organizations and, and create a bigger impact. That's very kind. Thank you. But it truly takes a team. And we have an amazing team at CORE. Um, Gretchen and Corporate Partnerships, Blaine, who's leaving our program, grants program, and Cece, who also works on the grants program, but also does a lot of other work for in support of the organization. And then we have some consultants that work with us. So and an amazing board of directors. And then, of course, our ambassadors and brand advocates, which are new. So we'll have some more people in the operator space sign up to serve as a brand advocate soon so we can help more of your employees. That's so wonderful. We can't wait to see what CORE does next. You know, the future is so bright and especially in the beverage industry. Thank you so much for all that you do, Sheila, um, through your grace, through your energy, through your positivity for all the families of restaurant workers. You're just you know, brava, you're an amazing human being. We are so lucky to have had you on Served Up today. Thank you. And thanks for allowing CORE to be represented. We are just so grateful for you and your partnership. Thank yes. You. Serving up hope on Served Up. I mean, there you know, go. it's it's a perfect match. <laughs> I think it so is. Too. It is. You know, hope is something that we hear from our families all the time is you gave our family hope. So with that, we launched um, in the spring, we'll have three campaigns a year. And this spring, date to be determined next year, it could be March, um, will be our inspiring hope because we inspire hope. And then in the summer, we have a personal giving campaign called Summer of Hope. And then we'll have what we did again this year, which is fun. And we'd love to see the industry come together. Um, if everybody in the industry just donated $5 to CORE. You know, and this is all the supplier community, all the operators, $5, we could raise the millions of dollars needed to help more families. That's my dream one day is that's going to get so big. And B, we did our core days of service. And we invited folks to either download and print the core back of the house posters, or even order them through our print partner on synthetic material that could hold up in a kitchen. And distribute those to restaurants or bars, any kind of food service or beverage service operation in their community or in underserved communities. Mm. It was a beautiful way of getting the word out about CORE. And it was beautiful. We had folks talk about it on social media, post their photographs. I even did a video because I was going to a meeting somewhere on the back roads in Georgia. So I was recording where I'd been. And then I just said, Reporting from the back rows of Georgia, <laughs> you know, visiting another restaurant near you and then just going to places where people don't normally go, not big populations. But I mean, that's another way. And even a group of friends can get together. You know, companies can get their teams together. Anybody can have their own day of service. So we expect that to grow. It's just a fun way to do team building, you know, and get the word out. Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. Well, on behalf of our served up family, Sheila, we'd like to wish you, you know, just some great health, especially as we get through these crazy, this crazy holiday season. 
and a lot of peace on your journey. So thank you for sharing your story, your um, all the good efforts that CORE does for our beloved beverage community. So cheers to you, Sheila. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sheila. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. Served Up is brought to you by Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Produced by Zunu.online. Music by We Kill the Lion can be found on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to be notified of future Served Up episodes. Cheers!